where I really much force my beautiful boy, Andy, to expose himself to the listening masses, revealing his strange bits and his awful point of view on difficult subjects. <laughs> That's not what we're doing. That's occasionally what we do. Okay. But then when we get tired of that, we give him new features. Physical ones, including hooves. And, Andy, do you want to reveal what your newest feature is? Oh, yeah. This uh, this weird um, spike that I have coming out of my back. That's right. He's got a Monty Python-esque spike emerging from his back yeah. that creates all, sort of, all sorts of strange slapstick scenarios that he deals with, may I say, with deadpan aplomb in the Python-esque tradition. Yeah, I don't like how you just hang hats on it. It's not... And I would say, but I do like that. You do. Because yep. hats fit. Actually, it is weird to hang hats on them because hats, they it just takes up the the knob at the end. <laughs> and then you can just put one hat. Unless it's a baseball cap and then you can put it through the, the mesh part. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I meant. You meant baseball caps. I meant baseball caps. But I hang one little uh, pork pie on the knob <laughs> and then it falls off. And it's a bad choice. So Andy's got a spear in his back uh, and the spear is jammed in your... Cronenberg-esque side vagina. <laughs> okay. I honestly just was... Go ahead, because I don't have the answer for that. Now. I should say vaginal gash. It is not strictly speaking, according to doctors, a vagina. It is just uh, a normal gash that has uh, cauterized in interesting ways. and <laughs> It's my existence port. It's your existence port. It's my existence port. That's, That's right. Whenever I want to connect to the Matrix-style existence game, yeah. I uh, stick that into my vaginal port. Yeah, again, it has nothing to do with the female anatomy, but when people see you doing anything with it, they are like, okay, there's some symbolism there. Let me just say, your uh, gashes make me extremely horny right now. I hate that <laughs> this is use... how I'm going to introduce him. Yeah, let's cut <laughs> it's... the gash part. Because you've already said it's vaginal, and then using the word gash right afterwards is, you know. You That's just, true. Let's yeah. overdub a different word that we'll reveal now. We'll call it long slice. A slice. A slice. Yeah. A and sliver. Stephen, Stephen's making a face that says that's not better. These and are if, all nightmare words. That's true. And that's our guest who the moral conscience we will arrive at shortly. Because first we have to introduce, it's Intern Fresh. And by fresh, I mean years in to the Ryerson podcasting program, which I understand is on the chopping block. <laughs> it's Everardo Ramirez. That's true, guys. Uh, hashtag save Ryerson pod. Uh, make sure it's, it's really important. I only have six more years left of the program. But other than that, can I just say, I am feeling amazing right now. Wife, oh God, you're not back on brain gas, are <laughs> I'm you? not back on brain gas, uh, but I have been taking an interest to health. I'm obsessed with health. Interest these to days. health. These yeah. days, we just talked to you like a week ago. So what? You've just well, suddenly... a lot changes in a week. Uh, so what's different? So um, listeners will remember I did have a scare with brain gas where I was hospitalized. Yes, <laughs> so everyone remembers. How I just shit my brain, brain gas. But um, I have <laughs> podcast. <right? Sorry. laughs> oh, we go deep. I get choked. If up there's one thing we it. love, there's and a lot of lore <laughs> that you're going to have to jump into. Cool. I, um, <laughs> I am no longer going to sue Dr. Oz over brain gas. We have uh, come to an agreement, and he's helped me get back on the mend. Okay. And so he's kind of got me on an all-salt diet, and I've been increasing my salts. Increasing your salts? Yeah. Just so my blood doesn't rush around too quick inside oh, yeah, of you're me. Slow that right down. Huh? Yeah. Can I just ask what like different types of salts? I thought there was only like one salt. Well, I kind of... Um, do, do you remember Gobstoppers? Yes. Yeah. I kind of have that, but it's just a big salt lick. It's actually a salt lick that they give horses. So, yeah, you've got a horse-style salt lick yeah. prescribed to you by a man you claim to be Dr. Oz. Yes. And not the TV doctor, Dr. A-U-G-H-E-S. Okay. <laughs> Oz. Isn't that Oggs? That works at Oggs. Yeah, like, that's what it sounds uh, the like. name various Peanuts characters would... The mm -hmm. word, they would if, if a group of Peanut characters were all... Uh, not happy that they lost the soccer game. Yeah. Yeah. Ogs. Were, was this prescribed to you by a group of Peanuts characters? <laughs> what are they uh, it was very dirty and a sorrow of peanuts. Is that the a sorrow of peanuts? It's good. I like the joke. You know what? No time like the... wait. Okay. 
I'm going to introduce our guest, and then we're going to dive right back into Ev Salt Lick. Because he's, he's, he's here. He's present. Oh, I've said yeah, this before. Yeah. A lot of our listeners might not know that. We why, do... don't, why, why don't we just introduce the guest immediately? I don't know. Why are we doing this? Because it's podcast format, Andy. I've read yeah. Save the Pod. I know how podcasts work. There's a simple structure. You introduce with some light riffing among the hosts. You pretend you... the guest is not there, but he's there. That's and you true. Beg him not to speak, but sometimes the little sneak gets out of can't help himself, and then you have to admit that he's been there all along. This that's is, how it works. That's, that's Mark Maron makes his guests yeah. sit in the corner of his garage for two to three no. hours at the beginning <laughs> of everyone. That is not true. He records it by himself no, alone. No, they sit there. They Obama. Sit there. Obama sat there and listened to him forty-five minutes. Yes, talking and about Mark Maron. And Mark Maron is so <laughs> self-conscious and so neurotic that he forces them to wear. Clockwork Orange style clamps on their eyes and the odd, odd, the ear version of that on their ears, so they can't. And then he clamps their, he ties their mouth shut and stuffs them full of gauze. Uh, wait, uh, I'm on Wikipedia. I Wikipedia Mark Marion. Huge controversy section that that surprised me. But uh, I hate to say it, you are incorrect. What they do actually, uh-huh. according to Wikipedia, he speaks. Uh, for like three hours alone, uh-huh. and the guest records himself speaking for three hours alone, oh. and every single time it actually interacts to be a perfect interview. But it's like they both just talk. Like he emails, you know, Jeffrey Ross and says, "Just talk about yourself, yeah, man, yeah." And he's like, "And be sure to include what you think of me." So and he doesn't even listen to it. You're saying they just completely talk. Well, then, yeah, and then Brendan, the producer. <laughs> takes it and he weaves magic it's in the a thousandth episode okay so you know what this is amazing information because i was under the impression that he was using a double and i will say triple clockwork orange technique (laughs) the third prong of which i won't delve into but clearly i was incorrect and maybe this uh self-published book i bought off a man on the street called save the pod isn't the all-encompassing podcast Bible that I thought it was. Wow. But that's why our guest is so valuable today. We are so deep into this podcast, and yet there's so much we don't know about the art of podcasting. And our guest (laughs) is a professional, capital P, lowercase p, (laughs) podcaster. Yes. It's the host of Nick Flanagan Weekly, and you spell that with a W-E-A-K-L-Y, and also a... Twitch sensation. Yes. It's Nick Flanagan. Hi, thank you for having me, Broly. Well, thank are, you for being here. What are the? And that's Andrew, right? That's yeah, Andrew. that is Andrew. And I, Andrew, I, I, I am Andrew. Yes. Ev, uh, I'm, yeah, Everardo. Everardo, the intern. Mm-hmm. That's right. Podcast student. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, to be we here. actually, you, you are. I will say, you are correct in how podcasts are made. We did learn about that in year one. Yeah, you did not tell me this. Yeah, every podcast is made that way, except for this everyone just podcast. speaks. Everyone speaks independently. <laughs> are we the yeah. only podcast that has a lineup of future guests that has to sit through current? Like that, we have six of our next guests watching you do this. Yeah, just yeah. so they can get the yes. vibe and, yeah. and know the lore. Because yeah. we were thinking of instituting butcher window style ticket numbers for them to take, but maybe we should just book them on separate days. Yeah, no, no, the lineup is really nice. It's good to see uh, so many familiar faces yeah like going to an audition in toronto but nobody gets the part (laughs) at least that's the vibe i was in a commercial last week and i have to tell you uh all that kind of stuff is optional for me because uh the podcast Mm. what is it you you are doing so you you don't do it for fun you do the commercial work for fun that's for fun yeah 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 Yeah. just show some that's it's good because i've only booked one in four years so that's why it's just for what was the commercial oh yeah we got i don't know about it uh, it's a let's just say it's if you need tools and you're in canada Mm. you might go to this store oh man there's only a couple options there (laughs) I got you. You gotta think. Lowe's. Good guess. No, not I, Lowe's. I'm gonna say Come Canadian on. Tire. Yeah, it's Canadian Tire. Should my next comedy album be called Canadian Tired? Yes. yes. These are great. This is good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> that's good. And that's definitely a pun that will work only on people in this country. Yeah. Which is, I, honestly, I think how a lot of comedians approach their work. <laughs> like, oh, I really want to max out at a few million people <laughs> in my wildest dreams my wildest dreams is everyone in canada 
but more realistically, a fraction of a fraction of that population. Yeah, I remember there was a dude I know who uh, he had these jokes that really stuck in my brain uh, where he would go, you ever notice the subway stations here all have like these dirty names? You know, Broadview, Broads viewing them. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Executive from Los Angeles is like, yes, yes, yes. And then he's like, young, young, (laughs) young and bluer. And that man got three comedy now specials. Well, he was someone who I was like, hmm. I don't know. He tells this joke a lot. This is weird. Yeah. And then you always want to tell jokes where even people a few cities outside of your city won't fully understand. I would say, yeah, like what two cities out? Two Hamilton cities out. might know, but I don't know if Sudbury doesn't know. Sudbury doesn't know. No. Kingston might not know. They'd be like blue or blue or I guess I wonder. Yeah, that might be a city, a street. Yeah, I have a lot of Markham references in my set. So yeah, Markham up. Yeah, mark them up. That's, that's my catchphrase. How did you know that? Mark them up, everybody. What is this, a butcher shop with a, a Sharpie? You're going to mark ham? You know what I'm saying? What is this, Star Wars? And that joke is amazing for everyone who knows that Markham is pronounced Markham, but spelled Mark Ham. And that's why you can do a Mark Hamill. Throw it into the Mark Hamill. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. These are very, very specific to Toronto, and they work all the time in Toronto. People in Toronto love Oh, they oh it's, yeah. People in Toronto love, like... Pe- people go crazy. When I hear a Drake song, and he's like, I'm on Dixon. If you do a comedy show on Bathurst Street and you make jokes about Palmerston, they'll be eaten out of the palm of your hand. Because they, they hate people on Palmerston. I, bath I, I live around there. And I mean, I, yeah. that butt, butt hurts? Uh, my bath hurts. I was going to do like a Bathurst. I love that. Yeah. And that's good <laughs> if you love but, anagrams and yeah. you know how Bathurst is spelled. Yeah. <laughs> and you're from Toronto. And you can relate to, you can even picture that street. As a successful streamer, podcaster, and Twitcher, mm-hmm. I uh, do want to say that political YouTube is really, really professional. And oh. I think that there's nothing that says amazing political analyst and uh, uh, analysis. Nothing uh, screams, uh, I agree with you, than uh, a YouTuber saying butthurt. Oh, about yeah. like a senator or something. Oh, my <laughs> God, I love it. <laughs> yeah. The only political analysis I trust anymore is people telling me who and who is not a cuck. That's the only thing I care about. And frankly, it's, I, you know what? They got my vote. Yeah, I watch this like left wing. He looks like he's 15 years old. He's a, he's a progressive uh, YouTuber and he does use the word cuck and he does keep saying people are butthurt. And it's just funny that you would do, you would do that and be quote unquote progressive. What a world we live in, Rolly. Indeed. Indeed. Is there anything wrong with having a hurt butt, presumably from consensual gay uh, sex? Well, <laughs> between men that's what it that's what they're implying correct? the other thing i, I mean know. are they I'm saying assuming. well no it could be anything it right could be it could anything, be ibs in your butt oh yeah. it's an you gotta be ibs positive in this political climate <laughs> oh what if i call my album this is a bit bigger than canada too irritable brain syndrome i love that <laughs> these that's, are just great and that's nice. politics right there yeah. Yeah. irritable brain syndrome i love it and you, your brain is so itchy you gotta get these jokes out and you didn't even have time to finish them <laughs> sometimes the punchlines just aren't there but you gotta well, get through that's, them that's what i that's my specialty that's and it's good <laughs> that's my favorite thing about stand-up comedy is going to shows you're like i've seen you do that joke for six years and you still haven't figured out how to end it. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Sometimes it's funny when you say, uh, I, I don't know how to end it. And people laugh because you don't know how to end it. Yeah. That's right. Well, you know how you end a, show, a joke, right? This is a little bit moving the curtain. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Behind the curtain. Let's hear your process. Oh, yeah. I, people love to hear the wait, stand-up. Wait, 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 wait. This, oh, is, okay. our, this is our segment. This is our favorite segment. It's called Comedy. Peek behind the curtain <laughs> with us. All right, take it away, Nick. Give us a Give us a peek. So what you do is, you know, you tell this joke that you don't have an end. Let's say you don't have an end for a joke. Can you give me a joke? Andy, you, you've written a few jokes. Yeah, Andy, give, uh, me, uh, give like, me one of your classics. Uh, what? I we don't came know, up like, together, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay, one of my old... <laughs> came up I can't, Like an old joke? Like yeah. just like a one-liner? I don't have... I don't really have... It's funny like, when people know it is like, we came up. We came... We did. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was come up we could chat about the, the old times. And we would I'd love to. I brought up Alto Basso. Yeah, and like Jerky Treats. That was where I started at a comedy show called Jerky Treats. Trip down soup hyper-local. Memory lane. Yeah, this is, these are really. This fun. is called the podcast. 
podcast is not in the iTunes what's on. Everyone is, is just turning it off. This is honestly like in six weeks after the comedy bubble has officially burst, this this episode will be the only thing remaining. Just an emblem of the depressing era that was that improperly glorified. That show Jerky Treats was actually, to me it is what probably if comedians die and they were mean, like that's oh it, it really it, honestly but, yeah. it I, I still have PTSD from that I just had so many terrible sets and just really questioned my my purpose yeah that, that was the that so was bad. the show that made me think that every comedian in Toronto would, was bad <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy too that that whole jerky treat store was just an elaborate uh, prank by the jerky boys <laughs> on Toronto comedians they did have hey, a I'm pop gonna up drive shop. your fucking car right into your act <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's, that floats. Yeah, well, that's good. That's if, if do we give that a certified, we like it? I like it. And we got a certified one point from Ev. <laughs> you were Andy, the first, you were, I, liked your, I, say, I liked your set. Thank you. You yeah. were the first comedian that came up with a book. And I remember going, wow, <laughs> you oh. could just bring a book up? Like, I honestly have not, I, I shouldn't have been on stage. You're also the first comedian who's ever gotten a point on our podcast. So that's <laughs> nice. That's not nothing. You are in the lead. Yeah, I would definitely have comedians come up to me and say, the book thing's really good. There was like a late comedian, Harris Whittles, came up to me after a show a long, long time ago and said, uh, he said, hey, uh, oh, you have a book. That's really smart, man. You don't have to memorize. And I was kind of like, dick <laughs> <laughs> but then i met him again years later and he remembered me and he yeah. was nice so here's yeah. my trick for comedy okay so what you do is oh right, my god peek behind the curtain with us andrew can you give me a joke oh all right well they're too long they're okay fine. andy's jokes are very <laughs> they're really really long I don't to give, other jokes. you have to give me one of your jokes it's short andy summarize one of your rants from the perspective of a ghoul <laughs> <laughs> I have an ironic joke where I say, like, uh, this world would be better if... Where's this going? No, I say, I think this world would be better if God was a woman. Yeah. And that way we could tell her to uh, stop with all this war and famine and go make us a fucking sandwich. Yes. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> That's and then Yeah, and then I do this way. fist pump, uh-huh. and everyone sort of cheers. Uh, the assholes cheer, and then, I, and then it quiets down, and I keep fist pumping I did this at your show once and I just kept doing I it do remember and that. doing it and I didn't stop and I, and I and I would do it for 10 minutes and, and everyone would the, hate me this is the joke that made Andy briefly king of reddit <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't want that to go on the podcast I'm terrified well, let me I'm tell terrified joke. of that let joke. me just come up yeah, with a come joke up with a great joke wait wait wait, wait, wait your real joke that you did Everardo's got a joke a joke you're getting into stand up you're you're part of the Ryerson stand up comedy program what year are you in now um, almost done year seven. Oh man, amazing! So, Ryerson's what, programs are the only programs where no matter when you start in your life, you become a mature student. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Okay, go I ahead. love it. Uh, okay, it's so local. this is. Uh, <laughs> no, what, what's up with Ryerson. fake news? Uh, mem- I remember when fake news used to be like, "Hey, uh, remember? <laughs> Did you? Okay, let me this start again. <laughs> this is a train. Okay, let me no, start this again. This is good. This so, okay. is exactly uh, fake news. To We're it. gonna have to get Gary Goldman on here to give y'all <laughs> yeah. some tips. The point I is, been following the so tips. this Ev's not. Let's just set the stage here. Ev's not confident in this joke. He's yeah. bumbling and stumbling. Yeah. He's got the no. flops. Sweat, I got it now. We've heard so much about <laughs> flops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that. Um, yeah, that could just be from the salt. You go, oh, you know, why did the old man cl- throw the clock out the window? Yeah. Uh, to stop time. Oh, okay. you're telling a pud joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's well, good. We're not getting anywhere with everyone's That's true. Yet. No, you got to go to so, chewing gum when so all else goes, fails. Like, it doesn't matter with jokes. He goes, to stop time, right? So we all remember that the punchline of the joke is to stop time. Now, or to see time fly, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, to <just> stop time. <laughs> 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 Against the wall. Why? Did I, yeah. I like to stop time. Yeah, you got to yeah, imagine gotta, it like hitting imagine the ground and, and then ground go, like, like, breaking. Why did the old man give the clock to a bird? <laughs> right. To, to see time fly. Sure, sure. It's bird time. Because it's, it's bird time, time baby. Why, is, why did the, um, the old man buy an airplane ticket? Why? For a clock. For a clock. For a clock. <laughs> to see time fly. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I think that's joke. actually Are you funny. Just coming up with that's a good um, joke. So then, so then let that works. And now here's the way you put that joke into legendary status. You okay. go, 
I told that joke at a flight convention. Yes. <laughs> and the guy, one guy was like, that actually happened. <laughs> then you're done. Oh, you get a little yeah. Also, it's a tag. Yeah, yeah a you got to go. I told that joke in place. You know, the people love to do the one where mm-hmm. they like have yeah. a ridiculous punchline and then they'll go, I told that joke in a monastery and this guy believed me. Yeah. And then they all together they shout, Monks suck. <laughs> monks but are that's dolts. But that's like not true. You're you're actually that you never did actually tell that joke in a monastery. It, maybe you Most, did. Maybe once and then you hang on to it. Sometimes you you know, ideally for the authenticity that comedy thrives on. Yeah. You, it happens. Because I find my it. Favorite, I find it. Sorry. Go oh, ahead. No. Well, my favorite thing. My favorite thing. <laughs> it's not the, a lot of no, bullying. You, my favorite. <laughs> we, we teed Nick up that there's gonna be a lot of bullying on this podcast, but we've ch- recently learned, and we will talk to Andy about the bullying seminar we were forced to <laughs> go through because we had uh, submitted the appropriate number of podcasts to be. Uh, we had. To, it was a required seminar. Well, this but is what anyway. happens when you hire HR for a podcast. I go to them. That's and, true. Yeah. And yeah. we have an HR representative who will eventually appear on this <laughs> podcast. But let's just say, they, if you if that's the person in charge of HR, uh, there's somebody's got some splaining to do. Okay, so my favorite thing to end jokes, here's my favorite way, is um, when someone doesn't laugh on a joke, mm-hmm. at a joke, at your clock joke, and you go, what, we got a lot of clock fans here tonight? <laughs> yeah, that's good. What, we got oh, a lot of sea time, we got a lot of time fans I, here tonight? I, I tend to actually do all of those, like, thing, those, those, those uh, reflexive, terrible things to say. I'll definitely be like, I guess nobody here likes heroin jokes. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, or I'll say, uh, well, I guess this is a TED talk. You know, I've been mm, yeah. saying things along that yeah. vein. I always just, I you gotta was, say this. You gotta say this one. Well you gotta go. Time. What? Is this the wrong meeting? You gotta do that. I'd probably <laughs> That's a good do that one. too. I always meeting? just tell people if they don't get a reference, I say, you know what? Go home, Google it, and you'll laugh. I promise yeah, you'll I laugh. Say something like that, too. and I, I make them. Pro- I actually sometimes will go into the audience and say, Google it right now. Yeah, I Google this like, right I'm, now. I just go like, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, you I take it in. So fucking garbage. You blame yourself. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to tell a joke. I like I did. I did stand up the first time in a year. Awesome. Last week, and I did well on material that nice. I had done years ago. And I'm like, oh, this is just like getting in. No problem. No problem. And yeah. then I told one new joke, and I bailed. I want to say 15 seconds in because. <laughs> I didn't get like even like a laugh where I thought it would be, and then I went, "Oh fuck, fuck, it sucks!" Ah, oh, and I started just Goldman telling says, the audience Gold- that it was garbage and that I'm garbage, and then I walked off stage. That is your mo. You that's go, my mo. You go too hard on yourself. I I, lo- I like I derail immediately if it doesn't go exactly the you way I want. Goldman says you gotta you you gotta not be afraid to bomb, but the material has to be worth bombing for. <laughs> is that a Goldman tip? Goldman that's says. True. But I'm not. It's weird. I'm like not afraid to bomb. Of Lou Reed? Is that where that was going? That could have been any number of two lines from a song. It was actually "Stay" by Lisa Love. Okay. Oh, Goldman Sachs. You only bomb when it's worth it. Exactly. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> if your mental health is trouble, you gotta take a break. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you? Is this? Are we not you supposed are to only, like these? You are, are we the, not? May I just say, Nick Flanagan, you're Toronto's foremost woke, weird Al style song parodist. Also, yeah, for a woke person, constant bad subjects to bring up. But you bring them up, I would say, with respect and thankfully without humor. <laughs> you know what I'd love to stream on Twitch? <laughs> yeah, tell oh, yeah. us. Oh tell my us. god! You know what? This is good. You're keeping us on track, and, we, think, and most of our guests are too cowardly to do that. I think the game is called McKids, and it's a Sega Genesis uh, platformer, and it's actually supposed to be pretty good. I believe it's by Treasure. Treasure. Mm. Yes, yeah. McKids is. Uh, I think it's actually Nintendo. But oh, yeah. and I'm not thinking of McKids. That one's supposed to be not so good. But there was a. One for Sega Genesis, I can't remember the name. It might be. I mean, I know that they made a lot of those. Are you thinking of Cool Spot made by 7-Up? I played a lot of Cool Spot. That was a Genesis one. If you liked playing Cool Spot based on the (laughs) 7-Up spot, you'll love Sprite's the dot on top of the eye. Well, there was a Fido Dido. There was a Fido Dido game of some sort. Who the hell is Fido Dido? I mean, he's kind of a... 
he was Sprite, and he was like a dot. Like, he was like an eye, but he was a person also. Interesting. He was really there cool. Was a, there was a time in the, in the mid-90s cool when somehow these, like, these, these like uh, whatever, like Spot and Fido Dido and uh, Noid, Avoid the Noid, yeah. all of these, like, mascots became really popular. People yeah. were like, oh, like, there's an Avoid the Noid video game. Like, yes, yeah, there was also, and there was a Chester oh, Cheetah. There were, like, two Chester Cheetah video games. <laughs> and uh, there's a, a Garfield game. I know that's a little different. But is uh, the Chester Cheetah game about him trying to become cheesy, but it ain't easy to do that. <laughs> so every level is a step in that direction. Yeah, it's about. It's actually a game where you have to. Um, every level, your sunglass. You, you basically have to learn how to tilt your sunglasses down. Oh, I love it. And it's like every level is like a different part of the the what do you call it the trick it's yep. like skateboarding clutch the leg of your glasses <laughs> yeah, exactly. clutch the stem i like you that. have to reconstruct the glasses first so it's actually quite a few levels i really like mm. the level the, and you like, have to put it back up i like end. the points level uh like the, the the just like break from the story whatever you call that level uh where chester cheetah has to ogle as many women as possible without getting noticed <laughs> the bonus level that's the bonus level yeah he was a popular character as well there's a there's a video game called Captain Nolan where you um, have to it's it's to teach kids uh, it's to teach diabetic children uh, oh, when to use their insulin. I heard about this. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Wow. And the the crazy thing is you you can't there's like the enemies are all uh, sugary foods, but you can't kill them. You just have to avoid them. You have to like. And if, you, if they hit you too many times, you just go to sleep. I think we all know who the real head bad guy is in that game, though, don't we? The American healthcare system. That's right. Do you stream... So you stream uh, old school video games? No. Just Fortnite. Oh, just Fortnite. Okay. So you no, know and Apex introduce... Legends and, and Battlefront, but I would love to stream old school video games. I just don't know how to do it. I'm working on that myself. We should chat. I've you got a lot chat. of systems, Andrew. We should chat. Yeah. I've, I've got a lot of stuff going on these days. I got a lot of systems. He's a regular Johnny Mnemonic over here. I have a question. What, what am I, a cow? A lot of systems. Yeah, you're a cow. I have a question. Oh, yeah. I like that. Do we get a point for that? Another point, uh, yeah. That's a three-pointer. Holy crap. <laughs> How many points does this guy have? They call him Larry Bird because he just hit a three. Points. Right. Now, Remember I have a midnight? question for those of 75 us. 75 minutes into the game, but it's I still... I love that midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and yeah. we can talk about at midnight if we want to. That's actually way more up my alley. But <laughs> it's so, at midnight, and something's thrilling me. At God, midnight, airing at eleven thirty. <laughs> Using Michael Jackson to talk about Chris Hardwick is a gamer move, right there. Oh my God, we got to do an episode where we just watch a bunch of at midnight and then we do an at midnight episode. I was in the audience for that, and uh, for like the lucky? second or third. What well, was a funny or die thing, or a uh, anyway. So yeah, and I had to sit. Your through son it. has done so much. Yeah, you know I sat the, through it. You know the feeling of one person telling you one pun, how it's a bit, yeah. a bit not always perfect, yeah. and then you want the conversation to move on. What if there was an entire show devoted to people debasing themselves? You know what? It's definitely not them who wrote it, and they had to read it off a card, yeah. and they had to pretend. We all had to pretend yeah. like they just wrote it. Or Very came up good, with it. Doug Benson. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that Midnight definitely was this thing that cemented like. Uh, inflated sense of the importance of comedy in the 21st century. Yeah. Oh, there was that was part of it. That was yeah. part of the cresting rise. And again, cannot emphasize this enough. The bubble is about to burst, <laughs> and we will be a rat leaving this sinking ship. <laughs> how how much time do you think we have? I, I would, would say, say a year. Year. You think a year before? I think it's. I hope oh, enough time so I can find my voice. So what do you mean? So people, you just think <laughs> I, there so was a review people. that said I hadn't found my voice yet, which is worrisome when you're <laughs> so eighty-five years into this the is business. my favorite comedy term: finding your voice. I know. Right? Yeah, what break the it fuck down. Does that mean? Yeah, break it down for us. Yeah. You, just, you know your point of view, but also your cadence and diction. Nice. Because I, <laughs> I don't think that I've ever felt like I feel like a voice is something that other people tell you you have. Like, oh, this is your voice. Like, right. I, I guess. It's ironic. Like, other people it? dictate what your voice. Oh, is. Oh, looks like you really settled on a perspective. Good for you. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Hey, what? man, you become refreshingly less nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm so glad. You're. I know what you're gonna be like <laughs> every time. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you. For people who are not, and I include myself in this, familiar with the streaming, certainly the Twitch streaming genre, yeah. what the hell is it? 
Andrew? What, me? Oh, we, okay. Okay, not yeah. our expert guest, just <laughs> my son who okay. I've never asked about. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, you tell it. Uh, so Twitch is this, you can go to twitch.tv for more information. <laughs> and is that That's short it. for the That's witch all. or is that just its own word <laughs> yeah it's, it was originally the witch.com for the movie okay and oh, it started out as a promo site after the movie died down yeah uh the company didn't know what else to do and they wound up having a million dollar idea to make a uh, streaming site yeah. a million dollar idea just one million amazing and uh <laughs> If you get Amazon Prime, you get uh, access to like Twitch, basically. Like there's a special Twitch, stuff. some sort of special Twitch mm-hmm. thing, and people go on Twitch, mm-hmm. and through the, their PlayStation Four, they can just immediately stream to Twitch or YouTube, wow. any game on play, available on PlayStation Four. You could probably do it on Xbox One too, but I don't know anything about that. And uh, Andrew was saying you have uh, systems. PC, yeah, you can set it up for yeah, a your PC, PC for you sure. Want. That's what I'm working on now. I'm working on and, and Fortnite. Is a big game streamed play PUBG Battlegrounds? I literally don't know what Fortnite is. It's, I just know that it's like the biggest game in the you, history of time. Yeah, have you I ever really seen Battle Royale, the movie? Yes. Or or even what's that other one? Hunger, Hunger Games. Games? Yes. Death Wraith. <laughs> yeah, Death Race or whatever. That's Death Wraith three thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's the one that features only Sylvester the cat. <laughs> Trying to kill other people. <laughs> just Tweety. It's just him. Yeah. And he's just trying, trying to kill Tweety. And Tweety's in charge. By the way, if anyone's listening and they want to just give me uh, one of those gangster Tweety Bird shirts yeah. from the, like, <laughs> not from the 90s, but from the like 2010s. Uh, a modern I, one. Any of the, remember the Looney Tunes ones? Of that, course, but I only know like, the ones from the 90s. No, the ones where it would be like Sylvester, like, and he's got like a gun to Tweety's head. Oh, like yeah. That. I don't and, remember. And that. it says, you know, uh, you gonna die big time. <laughs> For some reason, I always, the only sure. place I see sure. those shirts is at Canada's Carlito's Way reference on a Tweety shirt. What I did, I ordered. Where do you see them at? I, I feel like Carnivals? I've only seen them at yeah. Canada's Wonderland. Yeah. Or like well, if you guys books. can get me one, just go to Nick Patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. Pay me a bit and then also send me this shirt. Is this Twitch? Is this Lara that, Croft? That's Twitch. That's part of Twitch. There's also a Twitch where girls just uh, dance. Yeah. Okay. So that's, so that's one of them. Twitch. That so that's... seems like it's the comments will be purely wholesome on that. Yeah. Well, they love these people. Yeah. There's there. It's it really is huge. And my friend Ninja a... is a big street Twitch yeah. streamer. Ninja from uh, from <laughs> D Ant Word. But there's not a lot of comedians or not a lot of people doing uh, live talk shows or anything Tom like that. Tom Segura is, is on Twitch now and I'm trying to put my podcast on Twitch but I'm not really sure quite how to do it. So again, if you'll just hit patreon.com slash <laughs> Just give me money? <laughs> this is good. This is going to be the only episode where at the end of it we sponsor someone else. <laughs> What's happening? We don't even have a Patreon. We, we you guys got to get a Patreon. Yeah, I know. It's Should it's we big. go to Twitch? So this show. I, be on I'm Twitch. I'm into doing this as a Twitch thing. Let's all do a Twitch. I think we Let's do a Twitch. Let's start a podcast network. That sounds like how a parent <laughs> yeah. would characterize like a future, like in a movie set in the future where they all go to like a club and then they want to characterize how they like talk about drugs. They'd be like, hey, you guys all want to do a Twitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then they take something too much. Yeah. He's in a Twitch state. Yeah, they all like <laughs> crack like a glow stick and then inhale both sides of the glow stick in their nose like a bull. Yeah, that would be like, that's like a RoboCop 3 drug. That was, yeah. that was what they called it. And then their eyes like yeah. crust over. You know, if Clinton and were it, running... But it's good. You know, <laughs> but we, the viewer, know uh, that's bad. Yeah. You know, if Clinton were running for president today, Bill, he would say that he never exhaled. That's hell yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Do we get a point for that? I'd say that's three points. That's a three pointer. So four. six points. He just clocked a three. <laughs> Steph Curry a three. from a four from from uh, Guelph. <laughs> that's my favorite thing when basketball announcers see a, a shot for a three pointer taken from very long away, and then they make a really. A local reference to a city that's far from where the game is being played. Have you? Do you know about this? Uh, I kind of do know what you mean. It's yeah. really fun. Oh, that landed all the way in Thornhill. 
Or that they came from. Yeah, came from Thornhill. Yeah. Okay. Well, he shot no, that. I was thinking baseball. Yeah, now oh, we're yeah, doing... We, yeah. yeah, that's... Yeah. A, Baseball's, we're going b- to... Baseball and basketball are the same sport, but in reverse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please, go Please on. Please elaborate. Yeah. One has three bases, uh, four bases. The other one has um, the opposite of four, which is zero bases. One has two hoops. The other has um, a mere single hoop in center field. <laughs> and no, the catcher wears a hoop on his face. Yeah. yeah, he wears what we call in the baseball lingo... A hoop, a gated hoop. So yeah, I've been streaming on Twitch for a minute. For how many? How long have you been streaming on Twitch, Nick? Well, my friends have this uh, collective called Wayne Stop. I'm really into being part of, and I'm part of it. And we do these crazy videos. Uh, these are the people who did videos like Wolf Puppy, big weird YouTube, weird Twitter oh. guy, and uh, uh, pretends to be a wolf puppy. Yes, exactly. And then uh, uh, with Pilot Red Sun, this is a high-level YouTuber, very good animator. And then you got the guy who made the guy guys who made the Bart the General legendary cartoons in the mid two thousands. YouTube right. inspired C Boy R D. So it was their Twitch stream, and I was doing it. And then I said, "Well, why don't I do my own?" So there it is. I changed the name, Nick Flanagan Weekly. I love it. Didn't really need to mention that collective. But you know what? It's oh, shout out. Well, it has shout out to it's them. It's all about shouting we, out. I, I did That's... a lot of voice work on our uh, game that you can get for PC called Chimps on a Blimp. Okay. Really um, cool. You know yeah. what? Andy's just reminded me of my favorite segment that for some reason we haven't done yet. It's called Shout Out. Shout Out. Shout Out. Shout Out. Here's the people that we shout out. Shout Out. Shout Out. Shout Out. Shout Out. Here's the people that we shout out. All the world's full of people that we Shout out. Shout out. So Nick knew some of the words. Okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't even try. So. Let's go around in a circle. Lightning quick. Who we shouting out this week? I'd love to shout out Dave Thomas from Wendy's. Andy. I just... Uh, what? Remember Jack Wendy's? Andy. <laughs> I like Jack Allison for real. Okay. At Jack Allison, LOL. He's okay. Funny. Sending out a talk. Sounding out a real a shout like out. A real shout out. Nick, who we shouting out? Tawny Katane. Who's Tawny Katane? Uh, she was a, a woman of the 80s. Okay. I'll tell you who I'm shouting out. The big man upstairs. Governor. Governor. (laughs) Governor God. Governor God. Governor of the skies. Love what he does. Love his work. Sometimes I wonder what he's up to. Governor. I can't fault him. I want to change mine to Scott Speedman. Oh, why are you shouting out Scott Speedman? Scott Speedman because he was a perfect weapon. He uh, he uh, he would fight with those sticks. I really liked him. Gotta respect the speed. And also, he's someone who should have been more famous than he was. It should have been more famous than he was. This is a shout-out that's turning into a little trip down memory lane for right. Andy. And I'd like to change mine to Trigger the Horse. Okay, and who's Trigger the Horse? He was the Lone Ranger's Lone horse. Ranger's horse. Okay, oh, oh yeah, that's Trigger. Should I would have been like more to... famous than he was. You know what? Uh, trigger warning, I should have told you I don't know anything about the Lord Lone Ranger. <laughs> Lord's Lone Ranger. The Lord's Lone Ranger. <laughs> it's not a line from Taxi Driver. <laughs> I would like to change my shout-out, as everyone is doing. I would like to change it to the little guy downstairs. I'm talking about... Senator Satan himself, <laughs> tiny, the size of a fingernail, but he's done some shit. You know, the smallest ones are responsible for the greatest evils. In some cases, they call it the Napoleon complex. I think that's disrespect to my big man, SS. That's right, Senator Sates. What about you, Ev? You want to change I just, it up? Yeah, I would like to change my shout out. Shout out to Joey Buttafuka. What are you up to these days? Yeah, what he's, is he doing? Is he a murderer? What's him? No, he's either he, a murderer or maybe no, got murdered. He, no, <laughs> what was his? He sort of inspired Amy Fisher be- out of jealousy to shoot his ex-wife in the head. She, oh. he, they were married at the time. That's my favorite Simpsons-related uh, Chagabar ad. <laughs> Nobody better lay a f- Fuko on my butt of Fuko. Is that too niche? Andy, you want to change your answer again? Yes, actually, I do. I do. Uh, I'd like to just shout out to uh, the puddle that I missed this morning. What's that? What do there you mean? There was a puddle yeah. of, uh, of water, and I missed it. It, was it a puddle of water, or was it a puddle of mud? No, it was just like a, it was like, I don't know, I muddle it, but it was a muddle. It was a puddle of mud, Yeah. Like, and I missed she it. She fucking hate me. <laughs> I'd like to change mine. Please? Shout out to uh, Robbie Muller. Okay, who's that? He's the oh, mas- wait, oh, mas- master of the Muller Report. Oh, yeah. Right. What do you think's in there that we're not seeing? Well, let's just say that Russia may have had something to do Oh, everything. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tell you this right now. I think everyone works for Russia, and I'm basing that on the fact that I work for Russia, and they've insured me. Yep, I'm a, listen, they want to understand podcasting. I'm giving them what I can. 
I would just like to sh- change my shout out oh, please. one more time. Please, please. Shout out to Mary Kay Letourneau. What's up? How's your marriage? She okay. She was the one that got <laughs> shot. Mary Kay and Ashley Letourneau. Uh, shout out to Stephen Colbert. I really like your jokes now. I'm doing, you're killing it. You're killing it in the scene. Hey, shout out to Gilbert Gottfried because you thought that maybe after he was not on the Howard Stern show anymore, he'd just merrily go off into that good night. But no, he's around. <laughs> he's still going. Doing his thing. A man without whom I probably would not sound the way I sound. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shout if out they to- ever do... Uh, the uh, bootleg Aladdin, YouTube Aladdin animation. You're, That's right. You're in there. Can we try it? Yeah. I'm the genie and I want to know the time. <laughs> Jafar, get a look at this guy. Jafar, Jafar, you're standing on my neck. Jafar, Jafar, I can't breathe. Pretty good, right? Here's my impression great. of Iago that I call Triviago. Ooh. The Trivago guy as played by Iago the parrot as played by Gilbert Gottfried. Um, I got a place where you can stay, but I, I'm not that well put together. Did he, he played the parrot. Yeah, he played Didn't the parrot. Didn't John Oliver play the parrot in the... John Oliver played something. No, you're thinking of the live Rowan action. Atkinson in playing Zazu in The Lion King. Oh my god. Is that, John he's Oliver John playing Oliver. Zazu in the live action Lion King. That, that must, it be, it. So. Yes. must yes. be it. There's so many parrots in Disney cartoons, it's hard to keep track. And yeah. Rowan Atkinson playing Zazu is why they had that scene where Zazu gets his head stuck in an uncooked turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly was a little much because it was a parrot yeah, stuck in a scar ghost. Yeah, they had a little teddy bear with it. You know, I yourself. really when I was first getting into the biz and I was trying to write sketches. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this is before the Twitch streaming. Oh my god, it sounds like we're getting yeah. a peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Part two. So before so, streaming, there was sketch. Yeah, so I, I really wanted to do a sketch and I never wrote where it was. Mister Bean, mm-hmm. and he's in bed and he rolls his covers down. And there he is, yeah. all nude for five. That's funny. A scene that re- would conventionally require dialogue, but in this case does not. Just fully nude? Oh, yeah. yeah, and then that's when it gets beanie, right? Yeah. Because he's trying to self-filate. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. he can't reach. Okay. So the whole thing is him straining to self-filate yeah. in the style of Mr. Bean. That's in the style. <laughs> is, that in the, is that in the stage directions? In yeah. the style of Mr. You know, Bean? No, because he's like, no, no. Wasn't, yeah. he, wasn't that what he would do? Mr. Bean goes to the doctor and very passionately <laughs> illustrates the removal of his two ribs as a procedure he wants. And then Mr. he drives Bean. home in his tiny car so mad that he wouldn't perform it. Mr. Bean does gag reflex exercises <laughs> for the purposes of self-pleasure. Mr. Bean sucking himself off would be the only thing I'd want. You know what? Our, to do you those, not like Mr. Bean to, genuinely? I love Mr. Bean. That's why I want to see him finally achieve climax. <laughs> he deserves yeah, it. I guess that whole show is just about a man who can't come. That's just it. He wants to. In a, so metaf- badly. In a metaphorical yeah, sense, a metaphor- yeah. He can't yeah, get what he wants. Exactly. Exactly. You can't always get what you want. And in Mr. Bean's case, you can never get what you want. Even if what you want is just to do well on your trigonometry test. <laughs> Or to pass a driving exam, or to cook a turkey for Thanksgiving, or in this case, to blow a wad of yourself into your own mouth for pleasure. Maybe on his hair. Yeah, he wants to something about marrying himself. Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean, something about marrying his hair and then getting an immediate knock from his landlord would be very Mr. Bean. Av Arardo. Tell us, mm-hmm. what's this week's game? Well, I thought we'd just do some straight-up pop culture trivia. Great. Nick's a just pop a, culture guy. Yeah, Nick's I used to host something guy. called Pop Culture with Nick Flanagan. That's, what I, that's why I thought maybe we'd just do a straight-up pop culture trivia. Andy, uh, Huge you know fan. more about pop culture, I think. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, before we do that, here's a gift balls. that we got you. Uh, Nardwar style, Nick. It's the first uh, underwear you ever shit yourself in. Oh, thanks. From the McDonald's. Yeah. (laughs) McDonald's undies. We found them. Thanks. Okay, so just, uh, yeah, pop culture. Okay, question one. In what movie did Irving Berlin's song White Christmas make its debut? Oh, my God. Was it A, White Christmas, B, Holiday Inn, 
C, It's a Wonderful Life, or D, Miracle on 34th Street? B. You're saying um, what? You're going against White Christmas. <laughs> that was B. What's the, what was B? Holiday, Holiday Inn. Inn. Never even heard of Holiday Inn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this like a buzzer thing? Or? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. But only for you. Andy gets to jump in whenever he wants. <laughs> you go now. Yes, Nick. I just hit the buzzer. The buzzer is just my voice. <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go White Christmas. And um, what was three and four? It's a Wonderful Life and Miracle uh, on 34 yeah. four. Uh, you know what? I got to trust Andy's fiery, the most confident I've ever seen him in his life. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I'm going to say Holiday Inn. It actually is Holiday Inn. Yeah. Andy. Okay. Andy, just for that, I'm going to use the shrink ray to make you normal size. Oh, that's all it took? <laughs> One right answer well, from Arado's shitty quiz? I can't even say his name right <laughs> First of all, it wasn't the answer. It was the confidence behind the answer. I see. You get to be big when you act big. <laughs> Thanks, now, let's Dad. see if he gets this one right. Uh, okay, how long did Australia's naughtiest home videos last? I... That's a show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And here, are the, here are the options. Okay. <laughs> so, the, okay. America's naughtiest home video, or Australia's naughtiest home videos, I should say. Did it last 12 seasons, one episode, half an hour, or is it still on the air? Get in there, Nick. (laughs) Still on the air. Andy? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say B. What's B? One episode. One episode. I'll go with uh, A, 12 seasons. 12 seasons. Uh, Well, I guess Andy's the most right, even though the correct answer is C, 34 minutes. Cancelled uh, 34 minutes into the first episode. <laughs> N- the oh. network head was watching at home and was so offended that they saw a video of a child fondling a kangaroo's genitals. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they said to turn it off. So it was cancelled. This is the first time an Australian has ever been morally correct. <laughs> And Andy, just for the lack of confidence in your answer, no, we are shrinking you down. Oh God damn it! Come on, Andy's small again. I'm small again, Nick, everyone. Nick, do you want to put him in your pocket? Yes. Okay. And he's done it. And how's that feel, Andy? Warm. Actually, quite warm. Can you hear the beating heart of Toronto's foremost podcaster and Twitch streamer? Yeah, it's pressing up against my back over and over again. Uh, just two more questions. Pro- production of Veronica Mars would frequently come to a halt. For what reason? A, lack of funding. 9-11. <laughs> lack of funding. B, actor's illness. Uh, C, someone kept taking a dump in the onset toilet. Or oh D, God. union stuff. Union stuff, what, what, Everardo. What was B? B was actor's illness. A. Lack of funding. Okay. Nice. Um, um, I'm going to go with... Uh, uh, B, actor's illness. Actor's illness. Um, well, Andy, kind of. do you have an answer? I said B. Okay, the B. answer is C. Oh, someone so kept taking oh. a dump in the onset oh, toilet off. for some reason. Yes. No, that, I guess I, there was an interview with Kristen Bell. She said they would play lots of pranks on set, but someone kept pranking them with this prank of taking a shit in a fake toilet. <laughs> and then because of, also I guess because of union stuff, they couldn't just like wipe it away. They had to like sanitize the the set and like bring in. You have to bring in the and... fake toilet cleaners. So, so yeah. union stuff also works. So I yeah, say. I guess I you work stuff. on a show where that can happen and like where that's like that's like oh ha ha ha. Like if that happened on a Canadian show, it would be canceled. It'd be like well, we just didn't get our day. That means we didn't get the episode. That means we didn't get the season. It's canceled. I'm Andy, sorry. if I may say, every Canadian show is a bit of a dump inside a toilet. <laughs> Excuse me. What about a little trailer park full of boys? Yeah. Final question. Uh, and this is what this one's for all the marbles. One, and by that I mean Andy's only. This is your only chance to get big by the end of this episode. <laughs> okay. So which of the following files were found on Osama bin Laden's hard drive? Remember. He had a hard drive that was recovered. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, You're the man now, dog. Okay, was there a file called... Yes, I, I go with that too. Is, was it a copy of Finding Forrester DVD? <laughs> Honestly, probably. There was a lot of stuff. Was there a file called How Many Angels Are There? .mp4 A file called Crotch, Crochet 5 Puff Stitch Cheapway .flv 
Mm. A, a many seasons of Naruto, or was there a file called Tom and Jerry Diaper Changing dot FLV? Or shit. is it E all of the above? All of the above is an option. <laughs> I'm sure. Let's do all of the above. Yeah, I'm going with all of the above. I will go with just the D Tom and Jerry Diaper <laughs> Change. Well, technically, Rolly, you are right, but, but the answer is all of the above. Wow. All of those files and and a lot of sexy nineties. Uh, Porn video games are also on that. Porn video games? Porn video games? Or like, not porn video games, like horny video games. Do you mean like, like Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry? Suit Larry. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, did Osama Bin Laden play Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> oh, I hope so. No It'd wonder be like billiards he did, he Or like um, Tetris, oh. but then like the background yeah, yeah. would be like a pixelated, yeah. like no, that, uh, topless bay. That or weird video game console that like wasn't a video game console at the end of the bar. <laughs> that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. cards and the naked. Naked lady, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I want so them to make a lot of those. I bet this exists already. Some sort of gelatinous mold video game console where you just put your dick in it, video drum <laughs> style, and then it just becomes a thing for your dick. And there's no video games, but you're able to tell people. <laughs> Steven's shaking his head. He's gotten one too many. Actually, we framed this nicely with a Cronenberg vagina and now a Cronenberg penis. <laughs> We just want to say thank you very much to our guest, Nick Flanagan. Thank you for having me. Remember to stream on Twitch. Yeah, we don't even have to ask Nick if there's a comedian that he likes because it is him. That's right. We don't have to go through the least comfortable part of every episode. But if Uh, there's anyone else out there that you want to give a shout out to. Maybe the Mr. Clean actor. Mr. Clean. (laughs) He needs some love. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he just CGI now? I don't think he's a person. <laughs> well, doesn't he have a voice? Hello, children. I don't think he talks to children. I don't think he shows up to kids. He shows up to, like, very horny moms. Yeah. <laughs> he's not... <laughs> it's not like the Kool-Aid man. No, I think Put it on the right. floor. I think Isaac Haynes uh, does voice Mr. Clean now. Why would a household cleaner talk to children? Because <laughs> he'd be like... Now, you got to know about when you eat it. You can't drink it. You got to wipe the floor with the sink. (laughs) May I say that we can all now get rich pitching this to Robot Chicken. (laughs) Okay. Uh, okay. What a wonderful time. Andy's big again. He's going to play us out Um, on behalf of Nick Flanagan, our wonderful guest, as well as Everard of the Intern, my beautiful boy, our producer, Stefan. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.